This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Every time I do that intro now, it freezes on the end and I'm waiting, I'm wondering when it's going to start. But it started. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing good, people. It's match day's eve, as we like to describe it. And uh, yeah, nerves are building because it's, uh, it's a really big game and we obviously need to get a massive, massive win in it in order to keep our top four hopes alive. But I hope you're doing good and well. Good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box today. Uh, let's see who we've got. Pini Wayne getting in there first. Uh, Matt G, good morning to you. Aguna Boy, uh, Tony, Matt, Manu, Stevie. Uh, who else have we got? We've got Blackshine, Damien, Delt, Paul, James, Joshua, Rancid. Good morning, guys. Morgie, Martin, Jose, Ryan, Wilson, uh, Sartvik, Daniel, Christopher, Paul. Good morning, guys. Hubert, uh, Chris, and Axel, Martin, uh, Daz, and, uh, and Shiro as well. AFC Till I Die. Viraj as well. So many more of you too. Sorry, I can't say good morning to everybody. It would take me a long time to do so, but I'm trying to highlight as many comments as I can. Anyway, let's crack on with today's show because apologies for the slight lateness. There was a reason uh, for that. It's, I want to talk to you about that in just a second. But without further ado, make sure you're subscribed over on the Arsenal way. Uh, link is, as always, in the description through my link tree, uh, which you can find down below. So make sure you're checking that out. I'll be live over there at 10 a.m. with Bailey to talk all about Arsenal and more ahead of the game tomorrow. But big news that I need to be discussing with you guys next Thursday uh, is going to be a live show from the Hippodrome in Leicester Square, London. Uh, it is going to be hosted by Lee Judges and the Highbury squad, Sophie and Lee and Dan, of course, hosting. And it'll be a fantastic event from 7 o'clock till 9 o'clock, 18 plus. Uh, you have to be 18 and over uh, to attend. Uh, and I will be there with Harry from the Chronicles of Aguna as well. So, uh, And Kevin Campbell, of course. I'm doing a really bad sell of this, aren't I? But it's uh, a live show in London next Thursday, 7 till 9 p.m., 18 plus plus. 
there is limited uh, availability. So if you would like to go, and uh, I know that I've had a few people message me already through our Discord server where I told about this yesterday. If you would like to go, uh, you need to be quick and you need to message. So there's a couple of ways you could message. Uh, you can message me at the Guna Talk TV on Twitter uh, or the Guna Talk on Instagram. Just DM me and we will do our best to try and sort you tickets for the event as soon as feasibly possible. Uh, the other way, if they aren't working or say you don't have Twitter or you don't have Instagram, you can email sophie at the hybrid squad at gmail.com and that's the other way in which you can do it it is i'm pretty sure going to be streamed live as well i need to get that fully confirmed but i'm pretty sure it is going to be streamed live as well i imagine it'll be streamed live on the hybrid squad and on lee judges tv won't be streamed here it's not my it's not my thing i'm Purely a guest, a very, very honoured guest at that. But if you would like to come, uh, I do have some weight with ticketing. So uh, if you would like to go, uh, then please make sure uh, you contact through those different details. I'll throw this up again after we finish the news and talk about it again. But there you go. Um, let's crack on with today's stories. We kick off with Pierre Mikabamiang being knocked out of... Uh, I don't know why I put this on the thank you page. That seems like I'm paying a dig towards Aubameyang. Um, but uh, yeah, Aubameyang was knocked out of the uh, Europa League last night in a shocking result to Frankfurt, in which he missed two huge chances. Um, there's not really a story beyond that. It's just to let you kind of know that that happened. Uh, it's clear that not only is Europa League misfortune affecting him with Arsenal, but it affects him with Barcelona as well anyway moving forward Bukayo Saka massive congratulations won the PFA's Virtue Motors Fans Player of the Month award for March I have absolutely no idea how this happened I'm sure there was no voting from fans from a, I'm sure that Arsenal didn't manipulate the vote at all uh, in any possible way but uh, massive congratulations to Bukayo Saka who won the Fans Player of the Month for March Gabriel Magalash has been speaking about his future, he says that Arsenal is his home and that he is really happy at Arsenal. This is obviously coming at a time where we've seen Barcelona very heavily interested in uh, Gabriel Magalhaes. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great to see another player come out and say how happy they are. We've had Martinelli obviously come out and say that they want to stay at the club forever. We've had Martin Odegaard talking about this, how special this group of players are. And now Gabriel Magalhaes coming out and also saying... Um, that he is very happy at Arsenal. So really positive news for him. Another really interesting bit of news is that Lino Souza, a young 17-year-old left-back, has continued to train with the senior squad ahead of tomorrow's game against Southampton. Perhaps he could be involved in some way, maybe on the bench. He has been impressing Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta is said to be a big fan of his. Uh, and he could, you never know, be part of the setup for tomorrow's game, possibly, most likely, if anything, on the bench. One player who won't, though, is seemingly Alexandre Lacazette, with some rumours circulating that he has not been taking part in training. Mikel Arteta's press conference is today at one o'clock, and you'll be able to watch that press conference when it's completed over on the Arsenal way, if you indeed do miss it. So you'll be able to catch up on the presser on the Arsenal way. So make sure you're subscribed with the link in the description. But Lacazette is apparently not been training, uh, which means that obviously someone else will be at that striker position come tomorrow for the trip if Lacazette is not indeed fit. This is not good news. Now, no matter what I think about whether or not he should have started, and I would have stopped him from starting, you know, I would have had him on the bench. This isn't good. Like, Lacazette, for all of the things that we've complained about, 
having him in the squad is still really important. I didn't want him gone. I didn't want him, like, you know, kicked out of the squad or anything like that. I just think we need a change at striker. But if he's not available, that's entirely, it's not a good thing. Because we're already without Tierney, already without Tommy Asu, who hopefully will be back after the Southampton game, maybe after the Chelsea game. We'll have to wait and see. And Thomas Partey. To now lose your most experienced figurehead from the team is a real problem. And uh, yes, Christopher, we will make sure uh, that the poll for today's show is who replaces Laka. Let's have a quick... Uh, let's put that into the chat not chat box. Now, who replaces Laka on Saturday? Uh, options are Martinelli and Nketiah. Other option is Pepe. They're your three options. Not going to do another because they are just the three options of who you can have. Um, so ask the community. Let's see what you guys are going to vote for. Uh, I'm not putting Mika BRF in there. It's not going to happen, guys. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. I'm not going to make it Mika BRF, sorry. Uh, you've got to pick from one of those three uh, as to who you think is going to start on. It's who you think uh, is going to start. Yeah. Who's going to play instead of, instead of Lacazette? Uh, Danilo uh, has also, again, been linked with a move to Arsenal. The Brazilian midfielder for Palmeiras was linked to us in January. Uh, and certainly, uh, I do certainly I do think he's a player that has got lots of potential and showed that during that uh, Club World Cup run. It was very impressive in that tournament. Not seen loads of him beyond that, but he's been linked with Arsenal consistently and those links have re-emerged once again. Perhaps a long-term Mohamed Elneny replacement is Danilo. Keep your eye on that one. And our headline story of the day is Victor Ozimhen, uh, the Nigerian forward for Napoli. Reports from Italy, from Gazzetta della Sport, have claimed that Arsenal have now prioritised Ozimhen as their number one striker option. He will effectively uh, rise to the top of the list amongst the likes of Darwin Nunez, Jonathan David, and all of the others, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, etc. And also, Arsenal are, according to this report from Gazzetta della Sport, said to be leading the race and ahead of any other side in the possible race to sign him. It would cost a significant amount. Between 70 and 80 million euros is probably what you're going to be looking at as a figure. Very expensive, but Arsenal are said to be the ones that are going to be pushing harder than anyone else to try and sign Ozimhen. And that is all of today's news and rounded up for you, which means we move on to the second part of the show and your questions in the chat box. Before we do that, though, I'm going to go through the information about the live show one more time just for your benefit. But let's take a quick break and come back with that. So as I said at the start of today's show, uh, you can join us live in the flesh next Thursday, 7 till 9 p.m. at the Hippodrome in Leicester Square, London, 18+. If you would like to join uh, myself and Harry as guests as a show hosted by Lee Judges, Dan and uh, Sophie from the Hybrid Squad with special guest, former Arsenal striker Kevin Campbell. You can do that uh, by joining us next Thursday, 21st. That's the day after the Chelsea game in the evening in London. If you would like to have any chance of being in attendance of a very limited uh, ticketing system, you need to message me on Twitter at the Talk TV, the Talk on Instagram, or if you don't have your social media outlets, so I don't pass that information on incorrectly, you can email Sophie at uh, the hybrid squad at gmail.com. So the hybrid squad at gmail.com. 
Make sure that you are getting involved in that because it's going to be a great evening. A lot to chat about Arsenal, lots of differing opinions. You, you, you never know, you might see me and Dan have a little bit of a scrap. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be a really nice conversation about Arsenal. Hopefully after a huge result against Chelsea the day before would be massive. Could really do with that, going into that conversation with Dan. That'd be great. <laughs> if we could get a result against Chelsea, that'd be really, really helpful. So uh, I look forward to this greatly. But uh, there's the information. If you want to get involved, message me on Twitter or Instagram or email Sophie, uh, the hybrid squad at gmail.com. There you go. Let me know if you'd like to attend. Let's go into the chat box now and tackle your questions, of course. Let's have a quick check, of course, on the poll. I always forget about the polls every time I put them up. Martinelli, 42% of people think that he is going to start. 32% saying Ketia, 26% say Pepe. I'm surprised Pepe's got so high of a vote. He'd be my pick, but I don't think he's going to start. I think it will be Nketiah, actually. I think Nketiah is going to be the one that starts the game tomorrow. Let's wait and see. I hope it isn't. I hope it's... I'd rather Pepe and then Martinelli before I picked Nketiah. But uh, all of them I would have started over Lacazette, but it seems like he's not going to be available from the rumours that are flying about. Axel says, Darwin Nunez or Ozimen would love both of them. Pure quality. I'd lean towards Ozimen, I think. I think he'd suit what we're trying to do more. Um, than Darwin Nunez, who I also think has got, you know, he's playing in uh, the Portuguese league, which in comparison to Serie A, very different, different level. Uh, Ozymen, you'd have to say, is coming up against trickier oppositions week in, week out than what uh, Nunez is. Ozymen's injury history, is that a problem? It was a facial problem that he struggled with. I think it was a fractured cheekbone uh, over the festive period that kept him leading up to the festive period. So that's not too much of a problem, hence why he wears the mask during games at the moment. But yeah, I, I would lean towards Ozymen, I think, of the two. Uh, I think if he was a possible player to get, I think I would go for him. They're both going to be very similar prices, but either of them would be absolutely great for us if we could get one of them over the line. Dad says, if we qualify for Champions League, is there a possibility we sign Haaland? No, mate, sorry. Uh, I just don't see that happening. John says, if we are not, if we are interested in Rodriguez from Betis, should we try to include Hector in a cash plus player deal Yes, we should. And he supposedly should be available for about £25 million. So if you can get, say, £10 million quid off that with Hector Bellerin, I think that would be an absolutely fantastic deal for Arsenal to try and pursue. Joshua says, Hi, Tom. How do you feel about us being linked to Max Aarons? Again, are you for or against? I've not seen these links. Um, I'm just going to do a quick check on that to see where these links are indeed coming from because I've not personally seen them anywhere. According to The Sun... Um, they are linked to Max Aaron's uh, £20 million scramble to sign him. Not been too impressed with him, to be honest, this season. Uh, hasn't really kicked on since his year in the Championship, where he was very, very good, giving 7-plus out of 10s every single week. Hasn't been as good for Norwich this season, although Norwich in general have been pretty darn poor. Will I take him as a backup? I'm not sure. I think he would block the path of Brook Norton Cuffey, and I'm not sure that we need to do that when we've got two capable right-backs and Norton Cuffey coming through. Cass says, the number one striker situation will change once again. So it's Ozymen today and another striker tomorrow and next week. Cass, you know how this game works. It's just the way of the transfer merry-go-round. We, you know, we report on the stories that get linked. It's going to be a different striker next week. We all know that. But it's apparently Ozymen is said to be the one right now. That's all we can say. Uh, Jeremy says, if Arteta is trying to replicate Pep's 4-3-3 with very creative eight, Silver and KDB, wouldn't the profile of a Paqueta Malinowski fit that system? 
system much more than a Tillemans or a Neves. Tillemans less so, because Tillemans, you know, you plays kind of in that eight ride and, and more so offensively. But yes, you're right. I think we should be looking at someone who can be more creative, more expansive and progressive with their play. So you're right, Jeremy. It should indeed. Uh, Manu says, where do you see these strikers next season? Lacquer, Eddie Balogun, Beareth, Moller and Edwards. For me, it's sell, sell, keep loan, sell and loan. I think that Lacquer will go. I think Eddie will go. I think Balogun will stay. I think Beareth will be loaned. Moller will be sold. Uh, and Edwards will be uh, sold. Or not sold, but he will leave for Chelsea. I don't think he's going to stay. It's going to be very difficult to keep him at the club. His contract's running out in the summer. If we can get a new deal for him, great. If we can't, I think, you know, he is going to move on. It's just fact. He's going to move. Terry says, do you think Ozzyman's lack of build-up play could be a problem? To be honest, I would just want Arsenal to transition to a system where the striker becomes the striker. You know, that, yes, they can link up play. Yes, they can add some bits to their game and hold the ball up. But, you know, the, the issue is, is that our strikers have been dropping too deep into the midfield. They've been really marked out of the game at times. We need to, to be a striker, create chances for them and have a lethal finisher, which I believe Ozzyman to certainly be. Uh, Alpha says Martinelli and Odegaard could work well with a centre, uh, the, <laughs> the Croydon De Bruyne uh, and Saka either side. Just depends on formation. He goes with based on last game. Uh, I think that you, to see those four in the team is a mistake. I would not be putting all four of them in the same side. I think we need to pick three of them and bring one off the bench as a possible alternative for that. Social says, will Nuno be back for the team, do you think? I don't think. I hope so, but I don't think that he will. We'll have a preview show this evening at six o'clock as well with the members from the Discord server to talk more about that game. So make sure you're setting your alarms for 6 p.m. UK time for our preview show with some of the members. If you'd like to still come on, we've got a couple of slots. I think we need to sort those out and finalize. If you'd like to come on the show and you remember in the Discord server, do let me know. Axel says, did you guys see Ozymane's goal against Fiorentina? Sexy thing. If not, you'll need to watch it. I haven't actually seen it, to be fair, so I'll definitely go and check that one out. Uh, Kevin says, Nkunku is the one that I would love to see at Arsenal. Very highly rated, very well courted by the likes of PSG. Don't see him remaining with RB Leipzig next season. Noel says, would you like to see Souza at the left back and Brook and Cuffey at the right back in the future and maybe sell Tierney? Not so much on the last one, unless you can bring in a, a genuinely really good player. But I'd love to see Arsenal produce fullbacks that they can bring through in Sosa and Norton Cuffey. I say produce, we signed Sosa in January from West Brom, but you know, still coming through the youth side of things now. I'd love it if that happened. I'd love it uh, if we managed to put those two into those fullback positions. So we'll see how it goes. They're very highly rated, they're very well appreciated. Let's see what indeed happens. Rich says, Tom, what about Mika Bireth? He's been training with the first team and he's a good finisher. Might be worth a chance. I'd be strongly surprised to see him in the team and the setup. Uh, I don't think he'll be picked. That's why I didn't put him in the three. I think they're the three options that are most likely to be chosen by Mikel Arteta. And 44% of people are saying they think it will be Martinelli. 29% Enketia. 26% Pepe. Alpha says, I'd love for us to go for Skamaka. He's only just signed a new deal, Alpha. So I don't think he's going to be coming anywhere. Literally signed it this week. So he's not going to be going anywhere indeed. Huz says, Napoli paid 80 million for Ozzyman. Why would they sell for the same price? I haven't heard any issue between the club and player. I'd do a little bit more research because there's actually issues behind the scenes with investigations going on as to the basically buying of certain players. Ozzyman is involved in that, which means that Napoli could be keen to move him on as to, you know, swiftly kind of move that problem on as soon as feasibly possible. Do a little bit of research into it. It's a really good, interesting read. 
and you'll be able to find out all that information. Joshua says, yo, Tom, I don't know if you spoke about this. Did you see the leak of this new black and gold kit? For me, it looks like a Champions League worthy kit. Yeah, we've seen it. We did talk about it, uh, I think, last week when it was leaked. It looks great. It's one of my favorite designs for an Arsenal kit I've ever seen. Very tight. Thankfully, I am on a bit of a, a health hype going up to the wedding. So who knows? Maybe I'll fit it without looking so silly. Uh, but it's certainly a kit that I'm very interested in. Surprise, surprise. Tom wants to put on a black kit. It's, you know, it's just it's just the color. It's the color. <laughs> and uh, I'm you know what really annoyed me the other day is I was talking about this kit and the leaked kits. And someone... Someone left a comment going, Tom, black isn't a colour, it's a shade. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I got that wrong. What colour kit do you wear, black? You, you're not... I'm sorry, I don't wear... It's not a colour, it's a shade. Grow up. <laughs> Seriously, you're really going to come at me for that. Jesus. Savik says, heard a couple of rival fans telling me that Brighton game could have been drawn or won if we had some individual brilliance. And that is something that we lack. I mean, you look at Son and Kane for Spurs and you see the difference. They have that individual bits of brilliance. We have the potential for it with Saka and Martin Lee, etc. But it's just not guaranteed like it is with Kane and Son. We don't have those world-class players yet. We need them and we didn't have them during that game. Um, MRM says, are you a little bit pleased that Aubameyang won't win the Europa League this season? I, honestly, I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less if he'd have won it or not. I highlighted it in the news show because obviously it's Arsenal related, but I couldn't care less if he'd have won it or not. It probably would have been used against Arsenal and Arteta, of course. So is there a little bit of relief maybe that that won't happen, I suppose? But I honestly couldn't care. <laughs> I couldn't care less if he won it. He's not an Arsenal player anymore. I wished him the absolute best when he moved on. He needed the move. We needed the move. It's as simple as that. Jeremy says, no striker would fit what Arsenal are trying to build better than Gabriel Jesus with Alvarez uh, and Haaland likely incoming. Uh, why would our rumours to Jesus call? I think that Jesus is a very solid option for Arsenal. Uh, I think he would not be alone. I think we'd need to go for another striker like an Aussie man alongside him. But I would be very open to him being the second striker that we go for if we do indeed go for more than one in the summer. Uh, let's go to Fuad, who says, what do you make of West Ham last night? They have a great chance to win the Europa League. Uh, that would leave another spot available if they did win it. Yes, uh, there's no issues with that. The only problem if they won the uh, Europa League was if, if either of Chelsea, Man City or Liverpool finished outside the top four and won the Champions League. Chelsea now out. Liverpool and City are going to finish in the top four. So yeah, fourth place will still be a Champions League spot. Don't you worry about that. It's it's not going to be a problem. Uh, what I would say is though, is that it's really good news that West Ham have gone through because they will play Frankfurt in the midweek before we go to the London Stadium to play them. Hopefully it's the away game. I'm not sure if it is. Let me just have a quick check on West Ham's fixtures. Um, so they will play Frankfurt at home um frustratingly uh we basically they that it's it's we sandwich those games um so they play frankfurt at home and then they travel to frankfurt the game after us so we are in the game in between if by that point their league season's a little bit they're going to be resting players because they know that winning the europa league which is a great opportunity now that barcelona have gone out they are going to rest players they will have to surely rest players. You would. It makes complete sense to rest players if you don't want to lose them for the game against Frankfurt in the second leg. Hopefully they don't batter them too much in the first leg. Uh, and, the, and the tie is still very much alive for the second one. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, we play them on the Sunday. So they play Thursday. They have two days off. Then they play us. 
it's a great chance. It's a great chance for us to get three points at West Ham. It's definitely, definitely helped us out in that sense. So that's a really, really positive one. Um, let's go up to... Would that Yeah, we've already answered that one. We broke me. Oh, sorry. It's the <laughs> talking about the <laughs> the shirt thing. <laughs> uh, black, black isn't a shade; it's an attitude. Says ads. I mean, the shirt color is. It's just what I wear. I don't think it changes my attitude. I, it's just it's just my color because it's slimming. You know, it's a slimming color. Is what it is. <laughs> Honestly, as if you'd attack me for talking about it as a color. Come on, what's wrong with people? Uh, Langer says, Arsenal will finish sixth. Arteta seems to be panicked. Wow. Uh, Amar says, imagine both strikers have co- combined, uh, have a combined total of five goals for the season. Shambles. Uh, Das says, do you think uh, we won't sign any midfielder in the summer to promote youngsters? I think we'll sign a midfielder. As far as I'm aware, that's on Arsenal's radar of signing a midfielder. So, it absolutely would. Um, it absolutely would be something that we're pushing to try and do. Mark says, what will be the future of Xhaka if he gets sent off against Southampton? Um, not great in the eyes of the fans, that's for sure. Hopefully he won't. Hopefully he's playing in midfield as well. Uh, Noel says, what happened to Patino? I know he's been injured, but haven't heard from him a while. Do you think he will still become a new squad player next season? I think he might go on loan. There's a chance of that. But other than that, yeah, he has only just returned. He only returned from injury. He's only played, I think, one game for the under-23s so far. So don't be worried about Charlie Patino. He's only just come back. It helps me absorb all the negativity. Yes, it's a good one. He's using that heat analogy about wearing black clothing. Uh, <laughs> it's so much. Um, Matt says, is it time to unleash Amari Hutchinson? I don't think so yet. I don't think we're at that stage. What I would say, though, is we could absolutely release him from the bench as our third sub if things aren't going our way rather than not making the third sub makes absolutely zero sense uh christopher says leicester could win the europa conference league and could qualify for next season's europa league so there could be eight english teams in europe next season or will it take away seventh place qualifying it would take away the other europa league slot because you can only have five champions league teams and two europa league teams so if you if leicester win the europa conference league and finish outside the top seven it means that that seventh spot would suddenly become a conference league position, I think. Sorry, no. The Let me get this right. So you can only have you can have five Champions League teams. And in that case, you can have one Europa League team and one conference league team. So what would happen is, is sixth place would become the conference league spot. Seventh place would stop becoming a uh, a Europa League, a, a Conference League spot. It would just go because Leicester would have qualified for that competition through that. So I think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure you can only have seven teams from one country across all competitions. I think that's always how it's been. I'm pretty sure since they introduced the Conference League anyway, because um, it was six. Now it's seven. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it, to work out what's going to happen? But yeah, I think it's. I, I think it will be that way round. I think that's what will happen because this year it was seven because you had Liverpool, City, Chelsea, and who was the other Champions League team? Man United. They were the four in the Champions League. You then had West Ham and Leicester as the Europa League teams, and Spurs were the Conference League team. So seven. So yeah, seventh place would stop being the Conference League position. Sixth place would become the Conference League position. You would then have the top five, um, or the top four plus whoever wins the Europa League. If that's West Ham, it'll be West Ham. 
Um, yeah, it's very complicated. <laughs> Not explained that well at all. I feel like I need to do a summary because I feel that wasn't explained at all whatsoever. So let's do that one more time. In regards to the top four, top four is fine. All top four teams will qualify for the Champions League. If West Ham win the Europa League, they will go into the Champions League. If Leicester win the Conference League, they will go into the Europa League. If both of those things happen, only fifth place will qualify you for the Europa League. Sixth place will become a Conference League qualifying spot. That's it. If Leicester don't win the Conference League, which I have a feeling they won't, uh, and West Ham don't win the Europa League, which again, I have a feeling that they won't. I think Leipzig are going to win it personally. Um, I think Frankfurt could knock West Ham out, actually. Then it will just go back to the usual setup. So top four, fourth, uh, fifth and sixth will be Europa League places. Conference League will be seventh. That's that's how it happens. That's how it works. I hope that makes sense. I'm going to wrap things up there because my head's spinning at this point. <laughs> anyway, before I do, last things, uh, as I said on the show earlier, if you would like to join me and Harry as guests in the live show in the London Hippodrome, along by hosted by Lee Judges, Dan and Sophie from the Hybrid Squad with special guest Kevin Campbell next Thursday, 21st of April, day after the Chelsea game. 7 till 9 p.m., 18 plus. If you would like to join us in a very limited ticketed event, do message me on Instagram, The Guna Talk, or on Twitter at The Guna Talk TV, or email Sophie at thehybridsquads at gmail.com. That is how you can get involved. That's how you can do it and get there and be involved and enjoy what's going to be a great day. Uh, I mean, Sophie described it as lots of drinks, lots of photos, and lots of fun and talking about Arsenal. So that's, that's what it's going to be. So uh, there you go. If you're interested, there is all the information that you need i will see you again uh, a little bit later on this afternoon 6 p.m uh, for the preview show where i'll shout this out one more time and uh, yeah it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys as it always is and as always up the arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.